You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Cash the ticket. It is week 12 of college football what the friendship is going on here week 12 where'd the season go we were just building the studio not that certain people care we were building the studio (laughs) oh let it go mike i'm just making a point week 12 (laughs) what what happened jim costa to my left he just ate a sub sandwich in about 38 seconds and i want to tell you as we begin this i'm in a jovial oh evan that thing disappeared it either got beamed up by ufo or jim actually snorted his sub like a line of coke <laughs> i knew we had to get, get in here we had did, to cut the episode did you save half no oh, pounded <laughs> it's a philly cheesesteak pounded um i do want to tell the people look it's a it, there's good vibes here until jim costa <laughs> walks in the door and just shits on Evan Jenkins. I mean, well, he gives me this look like, what are you doing later tonight? Well, like, we're ah. we're going to have more on the NFL episode with this. All I'll tell you is I have never seen somebody who's generally nicer flip the switch, turn into an absolute asshole, <laughs> flip the switch, sit down, choke slam a sub. Hey, guys, ready to roll. Got a thought on Missouri, Florida? I'm still... <laughs> I'm still recovering from you putting a bullet in Evan's forehead. <laughs> but let's um, let's do this. It is college. We have tone setters. This is backstopped. Uh, I'll be in SEC country this weekend. Uh, very exciting. But we have a, a headline that we have to get into. I have been kept out of the loop. Uh, tone setter, Jim Costa, highlighted in yellow. Listener calls Jim's integrity into question. What? So to do that, let's first hit the record recap because it's relevant. Oh, okay. On the college season, you are 53 and 40. I am 64 and 55. The reason I bring the records up, Mike, because of a listener email, cashaticketpodcast at gmail.com. It's from Dave in Beverly Hills. And he says, let me get his headline correct here. You're going to love this. Why do I feel like I'm not going to love this? Record correction importance. Star, star, star. Hello, Jim and Mike. I follow the podcast closely and very much enjoy it, especially the Tuesday recaps. I do think mentioning your overall record after every week is important. 
With that being said, I have found a math record-keeping error on Jim Costa's college picks that is, quote, quite egregious. Whoa. He's coming for my integrity. He later says, I believe it to be an honest mistake, but it does cause a, quote, gross misrepresentation of Costa's record. Our pets' heads are falling off. I know honesty is important to Mike. Here is the issue. And he details a previous episode where I claim my record was 53 and 54, only to then boost the record from there. He says week 10, his record four and six. Then he says he's now 57 and 50. How is that possible? This is a big difference. He says Costa is not 54% in college football. He says, will you guys have the honesty to correct the error on the podcast? It doesn't seem right to be misrepresenting records. I'm not a snitch. I don't want to make a big deal of this, but math is math, brothers. I'd like to know your your plans to correct this or not correct this. Please respond to this email or give me a call at 248 and the man lists his phone number, (laughs) Dave in Beverly Hills. Hold on, Dave, Dave. Now, I'm not a part of this. No. I'm the free and clear. No, you are. Uh, you, I don't now, need Dave I, after me. And, Mike, first of all. What is going on here? The audacity to come. You piece of shit. What did you do? Okay, so <laughs> I went back, and this is what I'll say. If you're going to come for me, you best not miss. I listened to the episode in question where I did say out loud that my record at that time was 53 and 54. However, the very next sentence, Mike says, Costas played 97 games. Quick math, that doesn't add up. I misspoke. If you go back the week before and look at the record, and then you add the five and eight, I would have been 53 and 44, which adds to 97. No one is invalidating 10 losses, vaporizing them off our schedule in the middle of the season. I want to recount in Arizona. But I I went over to Evan yesterday when I got this email, and a guy had me in a huff because I'm like, I'm going to go back. I know I'm not cheating people. I'm calling this man. I'm not cheating the people. You should have seen him. He was so fired up. And I'm like, don't tell Mike about this till tomorrow. Mike, we, we, we are incredibly honest about our records. When we win, we win. When we lose, we lose. The idea that I would have vaporized 10 losses mid-season and no one noticed hold on, hold except on. Dave in Beverly Hills. Dave, hold on. Dave, no disrespect. Now, now work with me, Dave, if you're listening. And I, I, I appreciate you listening. I also appreciate you upsetting Jim because this is great. <laughs> but, that, Dave, did it ever occur to you? That in the course of recording a live show, a pod, whatever it may be, that as human beings, you might misspeak. That if you've got these 11 weeks of integrity where we don't take ourselves serious enough to hide records, play unit games. Jim doesn't have a big, you know, this is the big dick mega buster unit play. No, we don't do that. Do you really think that after 11 weeks of that, Jim would be so brazen <laughs> as to just roll out, vaporize you know, a dozen losses and think no one's going to notice when a pot is this popular? I, Dave, no disrespect. And Dave, just you saying. listen a lot. I appreciate it. But go back one week before you call me out in this scathing email. Go back one week and see that my record stayed pretty much on par. This man has no credibility. Mike, I hope you address this. Call me personally. Dave in Beverly Hills. It's been addressed. You ain't ever going to hear Jim call you. First of all, that's creepy. Second of all, it ain't that real, Dave. But third of all, 
The numbers are in the numbers. Yeah. Every pod is out there. You can go through. You Fact can... check them if you'd like. And, Mike, we had. We had one I think we missed when you taped a Friday without me. I missed one of your games. A game here, a game there. The guy thinks I shaved 10 losses off right, one week. Right, just casually rolled in with a Sharpie and goes, <laughs> and I'm like, at no point did I have a losing record in college, so my antenna goes up, and I'm going back through the files, making sure I didn't Woo! screw up, and Evan hurt something. No wonder he walked in so spicy, hit you in the face with a pie, and then sits down and pounds his sub. Um, anyway. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com for questions, concerns, or downright accusations. Any bookkeeping concerns you have, hit us up. I want to give you my tone setter, which is a much more positive note. I said earlier in the week... I was going all eggs, one basket. I was just going to play one game. I'm going to be in SEC country this weekend. The game I wanted to play, I've waited weeks for. And then I started thinking about it. I go, all right, that that's not really fair. So what I am going to do is I am going to be the tour guide. Now, that means I'm here to help you and Jim through the jungle of betting this weekend. But I'm not going to play one game. I'm not going to play two games. I'm not going to play three games. I'm going to play four games this week. Wow. That I feel like I owed multiple plays. Now, here's my question. Is betting legal in the state of Louisiana? I have anyone to get on that for us? Just tell me, if uh, do, do we have like a Louisiana red line or something? All we need to do is look at what's in that one commercial we had to do for oh, FanDuel. God. My point is, I wanna, I'll, I'll play four games. Because I am a man of the people. But one of them, one of them's the BGB. It's been weeks since a BGB. This is a game I have waited weeks for. It became live January 28, 22. So hot. All right. So you can rifle off some game day bets if you want. We're going to be betting on the Bayou. Yeah, I have to. I mean, if I'm going to do this, I got to do it. Um, But I'm going to be your tour guide. I will play a little bit more of a devil's advocate today. I will bully a little more. I will support a little more. Can't wait. Parliament, Big Ben. Parliament, (laughs) Big Ben. Um, I have titled this a WTF weekend. Several lines this weekend, people, where you either bet what makes no sense or you don't bet it at all. And in here, I have hidden some Easter eggs. I think there are four WTF games on the card Jim has put out here. 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, and 4.0. There might be a fifth. Okay. There might be a fifth. I agree. There's some weird lines this week. How do you want to start? You're downplaying it. I actually think we have a really good week of games. Uh, Oh, I'm excited to bet, like, at least half a dozen of these, and I'll get talked into another half a dozen and end up with 12. That's how it works. You low-integrity scumbag. Um, So you say SEC bye week is a joke. Yeah, I had another tone setter here. They only play eight conference games, and now this is largely their November slate. LSU is going to play Georgia State. Alabama's got Chattanooga. Old Miss is going to play Louisiana Monroe. AM has Abilene Christian, noted football power. That's right. Auburn has New Mexico State, and Arkansas has oh. FIU. A lot of these are 20, 30 unlisted spreads. This is what the SEC, the best conference in the sport, is rolling out on a November weekend. First of all, uh, Auburn joke. versus Diego Pavia in New Mexico State. That's hot. Uh, the best game on there. Uh, and LSU Georgia State. Hello. I'm excited to watch this game. I'm happy for you, but let's not call Over it like under a- 71 and a half. Let's talk about Okay. It. Let's talk I about just, it. For everybody that hypes up the SEC, and Georgia's every bit the dominant team that there is. And Alabama's very good. This is weak. This is pathetic. 
Got to tell you, people, he's spicy. He's insulting people left and right. He punched a homeless man this morning. Looked at me wrong. Let's he go to Jim the board. Costa. Let's go to the board. It's Are you bro- sure you're packing for vacation? <laughs> this guy's in here like he's going to the electric chair tomorrow. All right, go ahead. The board is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. All lines from FanDuel on Thursday. And we have a couple games I want to talk about before we even get to Saturday. You on board? You ready to do this? Hell yeah, man. I didn't walk in insulting anybody. Okay. And I didn't change my record. <laughs> you are what your record says you are, I Mike. Can't be- I can't believe that email. It had such aggression. It was very aggressive. Carry on. Pittsburgh, minus three against Boston College. This is a WTF game, Mike. This is because 1.0. Pitt is a 2-8 and eight football team. They've lost four straight, yet they're favored against a bowl team in B.C. They have a feelings, Vaz. They, they, they do. When this was Pitt minus one, it was almost like auto play Pitt. Yep. What I don't like here is while there is a split ticket card, the money's on Pitt, the number has now hit three. I get scared. Am it's I gone, really it's gonna, gone too far. Yeah. Well, because at three, yeah, because, it's actually like SP plus says two point game. It's crossed yeah. that bridge now. And you, you're in danger of overtime. The overtime rules, this is just a small note. Double overtime, you have to go for two. And triple overtime, it's only so two-point conversion. So you're dead. In college, two has become the new three. You can get yourself in some real trouble. So I don't want to lay three with Pitt. If you're asking me what would I do, I'd lean into the weird, and I'd, I'd just straight up go with Pittsburgh. Pitt's the play, but again, worst of the number. At one, one and a half, two. Cool. Two and a half or three, which is where it is everywhere today, I think it's stay away. Yeah, and and, and, and again, if we're going to look at it, it's one of those deals. To move a number like this in a game like this to get to a flat three, I think you got some pretty important type betters placing a bet on Pitt. Mm -hmm. If you want me to bet this game, it would be Pitt. But I got a real problem here laying three with this. I mean, Pitt has gone from being a one and a half point dog to a full three-point favorite Mm-mm. yeah i can't do that you've you've not only missed the best of the number you may have co- you're getting the worst you, you may catch yourself in a real problem here so I, i'm gonna stay away from it but it would be pit we have wazoo on friday night on the palouse loose on the palouse as we say i was so glad when i went in here and i saw your cap because a it saved me the work and b <laughs> i agreed with every goddamn word of it they're hosting coach prime in colorado and what I put in here, bowl eligibility on the line for both teams. SP Plus says Washington State should win by 8.5, yet the public has bet this down to 4.5, 4 time of taping. Mm-hmm. This is a Washington State play late on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Dion's boys going over there. That's not, a, that's not an easy place to play. Not a Palouse at night. Look, what I like with Wazoo, just as a small footnote, the offense woke up from its slumber last week against mm-hmm. Cal. I thought Cal would have more success. Uh, I thought Cal would basically just drop seven or eight on every play, do what other teams had done to Wazoo. A little bit of a counterpunch by Wazoo there. When I look at Colorado, I mean, Shadur is not healthy. He is beat up. He's He's got problems. They don't run it. They don't pass pro. They're just a really bad football team that has been shielded by their coach. Now, do I love Wazoo laying more than three? I don't love it, but I like it enough. That at 10.30 at night, on my Friday night on vacation, the mm-hmm. night before I go to a bucket list college football game, yeah, I like Wazoo here. I really do, Jim. 
it's the right spot. They can get to Shador. Everybody gets to Shador, but they're they're say, a good Santa pass Claus rush. Can get to Shador. But they're going to punish him. And the other question I had for you is, I looked at the total, Uh-oh. and I would have thought the total would have been higher. Like I would have thought these two teams would have played in the upper 60s, even throw a 70 out there, right? <clears throat> total 62 and a half. The, the, well, the issue... And the public's betting the over. Colorado, yeah, well, of course they are. Colorado goes through long stretches where they don't score. Washington State goes through long stretches. Vast majority of tickets, vast majority of money to the over. This would be the under. I I'd like play the under. under 63. Yep, that's what it is, 62 and a half, so we go under 63. You're going to play both? I'm going to play both, Wazoo and the under. look at you. The kid's coming in hot tonight. <laughs> we got to figure out how next week is going to work. I may have to bet twice as many games this week just to keep the pace going. No, no, you do not need to do that. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> I have yet to find out what the sports bar situation is in the Dominican. Like, I have to be able to watch something, right? There's going to be TVs there at the now, resort. Now, do you have to get one of those VPN things where you can stream your TV from home even though you're overseas because you're on an IP, the dummies? Oh, I mean, I stream anyway, so I should be able to. Okay. Yeah, when I've done it when I've traveled before. As long as you now, have this that. is international. I mean, you're yeah, you're right. That's your backstop. At the end of the day, you pull up your phone and you watch the game. Now, is your data is your data plan? We're where good. It needs yeah, to be we're here? activated to be international. You're gonna have a problem. Evan says I'm gonna have a problem. I know. Last year when I was in Mexico, ESPN will not let you stream outside of the country. What about through like Hulu or YouTube? Like if you have that, like, I don't know. If you have like a cable I, I, package I deal, got that kind of cash, man. Okay, okay. But no, even even my Xfinity app wouldn't let me stream outside the United States. Pat's heads are falling off. Oh, yeah. no, don't do this to me. Don't tell me. <clears throat> hey, you try to ruin my day. All right. <laughs> Carry on. Let's go to Saturday. Mike, the first game I have teed up for Saturday, you have dubbed WTF 2.0. <laughs> this is number 10 Louisville laying a point and a half at Miami. ABC noon kick. What? You know what to do. Oh, I know what to do, and I'm excited to do it. <laughs> this is a hurricane play. You're damn right it is. I actually, do you want me to give you my cap? Yeah, on you this? go ahead. And, and it's just, look, A, makes no sense. Don't fight it. But I did a little bit of the work on it. Here's the deal. I'm not shitting on Louisville. I'm not. But they've played no one. The two games where they played Duke and they played Notre Dame, if you go back and listen to the podcast, those were spots for Louisville where they were supposed to win. If I flip the script, I look at Miami. They've played a brutal schedule. you got to factor in Mario Cristobal costing them the Georgia Tech game and not only the change in perception but the change in their season. Mm-hmm. Then you got to factor in the horrific turnover luck. And look, Tyler Van Dyke, he was battling through shoulder injury. He had some turnover problems. They sat him down. Now the backup's dead. Van Dyke might be healthy. This, to me, is straight voodoo. I think it's it's where you do the strength of schedule differentials. Mm-hmm. You either play Miami or you don't play this. Like, I, I could never. I wouldn't bet Louisville with your money. And if you talk me off of Miami, no. respect, but it was immediately I circled it and I go, you got, it's got to be the Canes. Oh, this is one of my favorite plays. Cardinals, 4-0 in one possession games. And we're not talking about a murderer's row. It's Indiana, Virginia, Georgia Tech, NC State. They have the big win against Notre Dame, but it was a gas Notre Dame team, and we were all over it. Louisville has played. You said it's Week 12, Mike. Reminder, Week 12, two true road games at this point in the season. How? How have you only played two true road games 12 weeks in? In those two road games, Louisville lost one to Lousy Pitt, 
And the other one was that 13-10 Friday night NC State game where the Wolfpack blew a 10-0 lead. Plummer in the two road games this year, two touchdowns, four picks, sacked four times in both games. The Canes can get home. They'll bring the pressure. I'm going to back Miami. I'm in. All in on it. I think that front, I think pressuring Plummer, if you want to if you want to nerd out, mm-hmm. Plummer's a total statue. Yep. Uh, there's an aggressive front seven there. Yeah. I, I look, I think this is where Louisville's fairy tale ends. <clears throat> Which sucks, because I gotta be honest, America needs Louisville to beat Florida State. Yeah. Florida State's not a playoff team. Well, they are if they go undefeated. This guy with his smart. You know what I was saying. I know what you're saying. Root for somebody else to beat him. I don't know if it's gonna be Louisville. Noon kick Fox. We have number three, Michigan, laying 19 and a half at Maryland. Sandwich spot, WTF 3.0 by you, Mike. Yep. Bet. 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 I am going to bet it, but but bet, as the kids say. Bet. Did you? I heard you on the air last week. Did you not know what bet meant? No idea. Like the slang term? No, I had no idea. You're not up on the Gen Z lingo? No, I don't use phrase like bet or, hey, we're cap. Gucci. No I mean, cap. I've learned all of these things. Jim, I told him, Martin Weiss, our West Coast correspondent, who recorded a Thursday night episode that you can get, he responded to my text with one word. It just said bet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this guy trolling me? He went to the Yeah, but he's a Wolverine Michigan, piece of shit. But I went Hi, through the text. That's how he responds. That's how he's he does. One of those hip kids. Martin's bet, hip. Bet. Well, bet. This is, you play a huge game. Sharon Moore balling his eyes out. Tearjerker. Look, Maryland's awful, and how this number is not at least 24, I don't know. That's the WTF. I mean, had Maryland last week. They got a cover against Nebraska. Ain't nobody celebrating that. I, I, I'll take the win. Mm-hmm. But Ohio State on deck. You can't tell me Michigan is going to keep their players in this game. So I look at it and go, I can be down by 24 late. I mean, Jim, I'm down 38-14 waning moments. Do you have a soul? Can you get you know, a back door? Here's the other thing. <clears throat> now, look, this is not last year's Maryland offense with Rock Jarrett and Dumas and the rest. But am I crazy for looking at Michigan hasn't faced a single quarterback? Not one. No. And while Baby Tua is not great in my world, he's good. And their weapons, they're not last year's weapons, but they're good. Is it crazy to suggest that in a game where Michigan probably plays a little sleepy, probably pulls starters, that Maryland should have some success against a defense that has not played a team that can throw a forward pass? Yeah, I see it. They're a good third down team. They'll move the sticks, possess the ball. And then, yeah, late, you got a quarterback with a live arm, makes one or two plays, a blown coverage while the team's kind of resting on their laurels. They've already got the game in the bag. You got the power stat, though, and you got to deliver it. Since 05, Michigan and Ohio State in this spot, when they're favored by double digits the week before the game, are 5 and 13 against the number. Oh, hey, now. You got to play Maryland. You have to play Maryland. The other side of this, decent against the run, good pass rush. If you can keep Michigan from going off into the 40s, yeah, you're in play until the very end. So, yeah, I like Maryland. I'll play them with you. We're both on the Terps. Yeah, unfortunately, it's gross, but I just feel like it's it's that look ahead, let down. You know, is there some form of a come down from what they did to Penn State? Yeah, there's just a lot of factors, and guys, 
take the helmets off the team, you're betting a spot here. I think that's what you have to try to wrap your mind around. This is the sandwich spot. This is between two big games, emotional games. This is a spot you bet them. The only question I would have is, is Michigan just so locked in as this like emotional ball of victimhood that they treat this game not like it's a sandwich spot game, but a like, hey, fuck you, we're going to roll right. up 50. That's the only way we lose two years this. ago. Yeah, two years ago in the same spot, sandwich spot, Maryland, they beat them 59-18. Listen. That's the fear. Let me explain this to people. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash C A S H for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're keenly aware of this. It's called gambling, not winning. <laughs> if there were any foolproof spots, you know what the book would do? You'd they wouldn't see put an odds. NA and an NA <laughs> next to side in total. They wouldn't offer it to you. So you're going to place this bet knowing you could be sitting on a ticket that is dead as a doorknob based on you bet a bad team. We always talk about it in the NFL. You got to bet some bad teams if you're going to win. Well, we got to do it in college too, guys. If you want to bet Michigan, you think they're locked in, you think it's Michigan versus everybody, you think you're America's team, you think it's bet. I can't keep up with their bits. Maybe you got a bloody Band-Aid on your nose like Blake Corum. Look, do it. But I'm telling you, and Cookies is telling you, from a trend perspective, from a, a humanity perspective, this is a horrible spot for Michigan, not to win, but to cover three touchdowns. That's all it is. Bet. Maryland. Next game, I, I have copious notes on just about every game we play, but the next one I just backed off because you said, I want to guide you. The old brass platoon is no laughing matter. It's Indiana laying four and a half hosting MSU. Noon on BTN. I just, I, I wanted to ask. Now again, 
I bet Ohio State last week. I bet Michigan the week they played State. I don't have any loyalty to my team. We talked about, you know, I tried to bully Jim into betting State against Nebraska, a bully corner. I got a decent read on my team, and I have no feelings. But haven't we gone far enough here with Indiana? You want to tell me Indiana is a four-point favorite over the State team, who just two weeks ago beat Nebraska outright. I just wanted to ask if there was value. Shout out Vito the Value Cactus. I wanted to know per S&P Plus, per some of the metrics you use, was there a value in this line? I thought you were catching an interesting number here. If you tell me, Mike, I want nothing to do with it, God bless. Mike, SP Plus says, coin flip. No value. Pick them. No, no, it oh. says it's a pick em game, meaning you are getting four and a half points of Val- value if I, you bet the Spartans. I just thought it was interesting. It's a sleepy, it's a shit game. But I look, we try to cover more games than any other podcast out there. The problem for State, you're not going to see Sam Levitt, Levitt factor. He's redshirting. Uh, the players have never stopped trying. It's not that they've quit. It's just they don't have coaching. They don't have a scheme. But players are trying. My, my issue is you cite the Nebraska win, and mm. it, it counts. Nebraska's a turnover machine, and they gave that game away three different catastrophic turnovers. You hated to see it. If Indiana doesn't do that, they're the better team. They win the game. I guess we're pocketing four and a half. Are you going to play this? Uh, no. Okay. This was more about me being the tour guide, making sure you see all the sights and sounds of this <laughs> new landscape. And if you're you touring. look to your left, you'll see what's left of the Michigan State program. <laughs> Come on, man. It's like Jesus. a malnourished lion at a zoo. They're like, can we feed this? Now, that can, can, that charred and smoldering building to the left, that used to be the Duffy Doherty. Oh, um, oh. Okay, I just I wanted to see if there was value and if this would in any way... Make your board. You may bully me into it. We can circle back to okay. it. Let me. I will add it to the bully corner. I want you to go to the next game. The next game, we stay at noon, FS1. Yeah. Number 12, Penn State, laying 20 and a half, hosting Rutgers. You didn't label this as a WTF game. No. But this seemed wrong on surface. Penn State can't score. Rutgers is feisty, yet Penn State, outside of the Michigan-Ohio State games this year, has been dominant. 6-0, and 5-1 and against the number. They score a bunch of points. Their front should overwhelm Rutgers. To me, this was a lean Penn State. It is a lean. And you're, you, here's the thing. It's like when you take a team who got blown out the week prior, you want to bet on them the next week. Mm-hmm. When a coach gets fired, you want to bet on them the next week. Mike Yurisich, the OC, gets shit-canned because James Franklin needs cover for him being a functioning idiot. Yep. Is there any chance now all of a sudden, new offense, New offensive principles, new play caller, new sequencing, maybe more of that life, da- more of the downfield stuff. Now I'm with you. Rutgers is the king of playing like a a twenty to six game, <laughs> and they have very casually lobbed a twenty burger out there. If you asked me, Mike, what is the spread of this game? I would have told you probably Penn State minus thirteen and a half. The fact that this number is so shall we say, robust. <laughs> it made me want to go to Penn State in a WTF manner. Talk to me. SP Plus says 22-point win. There's a 32% money differential on the Penn State side. Everything says bet Penn State. Oh, my God. I will. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this game into the bully corner, mm-hmm. and for, oh, my God, overwhelming, almost 80% of tickets are on Rutgers. Yeah. 
everybody watched their <laughs> offense last week. It was the big Fox noon game, and it's Jesus. maybe an overreaction. Mike, 5-1 oh, against the number man. outside of Ohio State, Michigan. Like, they have covered big numbers this season over and over. Oh, man. <laughs> You're making the face of, like, the fan. Oh, oh I'm the surrender cobra. Yeah. I'm like, I actually think we got to bet Penn State here. I think we do, too. I'll add it. You know, you, you're, you're you're a light card this week. You don't have to do it, but I think I'm going to play it. Yeah, but now that I know gambling's available in Louisiana, maybe it's not a light card. It's po' boys and parlays. Let's cook. <laughs> Plus, I'm with a group, so, like, I admit, I'm going to do some irresponsible, stupid shit where the group why hey, Mike, rifle a parlay. And okay, beep, Throw up, a couple boop, on boop. this. Yeah. I'm in Tiger Stadium with a fucking abacus. I'm sliding shit over <laughs> left and right. <laughs> I'm balancing an iPad off of a kid's head in the row in front of me. All right, I'll put it in the bully corner, but you actually got me leaning Penn State. I'm going to just add it to my card. I don't even know if I can watch this game, but I'm going to bet it. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Time out. It's going to be so depressing. I'm going to have like 14 plays, and I'm going to have to watch them all via app on the phone. Not streaming, like watching the play-by-play. Time out. Evan, I want you to research this, because someone gave me a tip, because I do leave the country usually once a year. Um, they told me to get... You can get these VPNs. Yeah. Yeah, you totally can. It would just change your IP to the United States. And On my be phone, okay. I can do it, or I got to yeah. bring a laptop. Yeah, and you'd be okay. Oh, you just okay. got to pay for it. Now, they're oh. not expensive, are they? A couple bucks. Oh. You can research it on, just Google it, find okay. the best ones. But, but I got to do it before I leave. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You got to get You could do it little, in the airport. You could do it on the plane. Okay. You got to get your Tony Montana VPN. Okay. Come on, Frank. I mean, I want to see you poolside with a fake IP address streaming <laughs> Penn State Rutgers. I want to see how quick your wife serves you papers, not a cocktail. Well, I told her a week during football season, I can't check out, check out. I'll enjoy myself, but I can't not be aware of what's going on. How I many just, excursions not... does she have planned? Oh, see, there's God. the problem. As of right now, I don't believe we have anything currently locked in. Oh, thank God. All right, your wife's an angel. Perfect. I thought you were going to be like, honey. I'm ziplining. I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, I'm on Penn the zipline. Third and eight. I got one hand on the zip and one hand streaming the game. Big third and nine for Rutgers. Touchdown, <laughs> Nittany Lions. All right, next. We stay at noon, and this game is on here, Mike, because it's a massive game in the American Athletic Conference. It features your SMU Mustangs. Stone. Get stoned. Laying eight and a half at Memphis. It's the noon kick ESPN two. There are four teams in the American who are six and zero or five and one in yeah. conference play. Two of them are in this matchup. Now, is this going to be a head to head? Are you going to back your Mustangs? No, I, I, I don't. Like uh, I don't like them as big favorites, and I can't back Memphis. I know they've hurt us. I think I'm 0-3 betting Memphis. Well, you in America, because they're 2-7-1 and against the number this and season. That, and boom goes the <laughs> passes the ball to the shooter, and boom goes the dynamite. But am I wrong for wanting to bet into it here? Because I like Memphis. I mean, Seth Hannigan, when he gets hot, he'll complete 10, 12, 13 passes in a row. Home dog, north of a touchdown. Their defense is horrific. I know. I actually, I'd love to see the total in this game. There's, this, a, there's a good money differential on the Memphis side because, again, no one wants to bet a team that's 2-7-1 against the number. No, I, I, I think you have to be really immersed in this to even know that, which is a great find by you, by the way. But I just mean, you know, I'm not saying the average person knows that number, but they know, hey, I bet Memphis a couple times this year, yeah. and they, my, my account didn't get any money afterwards. Look, let, 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 me, let me offer you something. And, I mean, this would take some serious nards, if you will. Uh, what's, Nuts. what's the total? The total is 66 and a half. 
Feels and in right. an ESPN 30 for 30 way, what if I told you oh, that a man in a purple sweatshirt took the under? 86% of tickets, 98% of money's on the over. You got so that. you bet a, a lull for Hannigan. You bet... Uh, well, you, uh, SMU is willing to run it more. Defensively, they've put some things together. I'm just... What's the better play? Memphis in the points or the under? Because I do want to play this game. And I had the Tigers down as the play, but if you tell me you think the under is a... Do you there's ever, no sure thing, but more of a sure thing. Do you ever want to be on the side? Like, don't you want to be where the book is bleeding to need you? Yeah. It would be the under. So you say go under 67? Here's the other thing. SMU in a couple of spots where we discussed that total, we've gone under and hit. And it hit. I mean, hell, SMU Oklahoma didn't get within 50 points of the total. I, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'll pivot it. Instead of the Tigers, I'll do the total. That's Memphis SMU, and you said under, under 66 and a half. Okay, so under 67. This is why I'm your tour guide. This is beautiful. Oh, when you look over there, that wax figurine, that's actually Harlan Barnett. <laughs> Wave to Harlan, everybody. <laughs> like actual Harlan Barnett is a wax figurine. <laughs> uh, this next one. MSU could put a cigar store wooden Indian from like the 1850s and put a headset on it. One of the cigar store tobacco shop Indians, and you would get the same thing that you get out of Harlem Barnett on a game day. I am convinced this headset is not plugged in. Or if it is, it's on like Sirius XM's Groove channel or Yacht something. Yacht Rock. Yeah, where it's like yoga music. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell it's this is. It's like the elevator is. music when you're riding up. He's yes. just, yep. Next game Utah, Arizona, ranked matchup, Pac 12 nope. network. It's buried on that network. 230 kick. Utah lays a point and a half at Arizona. I got off the Arizona train at the right time because they didn't cover. And uh, Utah has been a little bit of a, a lover for you, and I leave it to you. I, I, buddy, I think they got super fortunate to not get their doors blown off last week against UW. Mm -hmm. I mean, the block field goal, the penalties, the dropped pick six at like the four-yard line, not that he didn't catch it, that as he was running in his exuberance – Decided I'm going to leave the football here at the four. I, I, I the, the America's all over Arizona. It puts me in a position where I got to back a Utah team. Are they out of gas? I, I, I wanted nothing to do with this. I respect the hell out of you if you have a play. I, I don't. I have a play. Oh, goodness, God. Well, do you respect me or not? I mean, let, hear I'm me out. I'm scared for you while respecting you. What does Utah do offensively? They run the ball. Well, yeah. That's because all their quarterbacks are dead. Arizona run defense, 3.2 yards per carry allowed, 16th in FBS. No one talks about it. Everybody talks about pass pro and their freshman quarterback, and, and those are good things. But if Arizona at home stops Utah's run game, you make a pig farmer be a pig farmer on the road. Hmm. I like Arizona. If we're honest about Utah, They've beaten up a lot of backup and third-string quarterbacks, maybe over-inflating their defense. They're not playing it. What? The day they were down there, they should have lost to Baylor. Right. So this is not Rice-Eccles. This is on the road. This is an Arizona team playing well. Arizona not out of the Pac-12 title race either, by the way. If the Beavers upset the Ducks at the end of the season and Arizona wins out, they're in. And then I found this stat. Arizona, 22-10 and 10 against the number at home against ranked opponents since 05. That's a 68% hit. Damn. Even better, Mike, when they're an underdog 
in those spots. 19-6-1, you're hitting three-quarters of every bet in that situation. So to me, it's an Arizona play. You are almost talking me into it. I, I, I Also, Utah settles for a ton of field goals. I looked at this. They're a good red zone team, but you got to peel back the curtain a little bit. Half their trips in the red zone, they kick field goals. Are you going on the road, not running the ball, kicking field goals? Well, you know the other interesting thing is Utah found their running back, but now they don't use him as much. They, they want to keep him at safety. They move Vaki or Faki or yeah, whatever Vaki. his name is. I, you're going to go Arizona. I huh? am. Do you feel at all you're just getting no value, though, in a little this bit. number? Yeah, I mean, one and a half's not fun. I'd rather it be two, two and a half. But why is Utah laying the points anyway? That's what scares me. Your cap, the fact that they're at home, this should be Arizona Zona minus, minus Yeah, or two and a half. Yet, they're the dog. And it just seems too easy to just take this short home dog who we think is better. Any, I'm going to stay away from it. But I, I get what you're saying. And I, I, you I know think what I'm yeah. it's a little bit of a mind fuck. A little bit. Well, that's what gambling is. We do an hour every week plus <laughs> just talking Buddy, ourselves into and out of games. I got news for you. I have reached a point where I'm kind of <laughs> ready for college football to go away <laughs> because it is causing me great consternation. And, and <laughs> but no, but you're right. Like, I cap out a game. I got current football X's and O's. I got historical trends. I've got emotion. Who has something to play for? Who doesn't? You go, well, as a number, what it is. Crumples up paper. <laughs> I'm going to stick with all the work I did. I'm going to bet Arizona. I just, I just, I just walk by, shit in the punch bowl. <laughs> And say, nice to see you. Jim goes on this soliloquy of a handicap, and I go, yeah, but numbers and shit. Yeah, but it should be the other way around. Oh, is that pizza? I'll take a piece. <laughs> I'm sorry. The last, I, If you want to do it, do it. I'm doing it. I have one last game in the early window, and this is where I need you to be my guide. I got you. It was not on my play sheet, but I thought we should bring it up because yeah. there's v- v- value Duke. <laughs> on the CW, oh, I la- laying three and a half at Virginia, and I don't want the Duke side. I want to know if Virginia's a play or a pass. Virginia's a two and eight football team. However, they won outright against North Carolina. They took Miami to overtime. They had the close loss to Louisville on the road. And Duke, I watched the UNC game late into the night because Big G needed it for his parlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had he had UNC. Um, Gut-wrenching loss. Heartbreaking rivalry loss. The QB room is still up in the air. They might be, again, on the third-string quarterback. Boy, And you're boy. getting three-and-a-half as a home dog for Michigan State's future head coach, Tony Elliott. Come it's, on, man. It's Why a you spot like for you that? to consider Virginia. He's really mean, i got to tell you. Um, I have no interest in playing Duke, I can tell you that. I, I mean, the problem My question I have, is, should I add Virginia, or is this under advisement not yeah. something to bet this week seven and three against I, the number virginia i would is. advise not to play this. okay you know what scares me what there's a mammoth coaching advantage here i mean mike elko and that staff versus yeah. that half an idiot tony elliott i can't i i can't stay away i can't do it okay and plus we just got done talking about how fake louisville is I don't want to give him a bunch of credit for that. No, I'm saying North Carolina win, OT yeah. with Miami. It's not one week I'm I'm predicating. I, I would stay away here. Okay. I, I don't I don't I don't like this for you. Okay. Plus it's on the CW. You shouldn't be able to bet on games on the CW. I, I think you're right. Midday card, three thirty kick, CBS, number one Georgia. 
They finally gave them that number one next to their name. They deserve it. They're 10.5-point favorites at Neyland, yep. Tennessee, checkerboard end zone, number 18 in America. You're going to be very disappointed in me. I don't think so. I'm not playing this game. I'm not either. If you forced me to, it would be a bit of a lazy, I'll just take the 10.5 and, <laughs> and a bounce back spot at home. You and every other Joe in America. Not really. That's the problem. Has it moved? It was 91 when I looked at it yesterday. You ready 91% for this? of bets. What is 90% it? of bets, 97% of the 90% of the money are on Georgia. That's what I'm saying. No one wants 10. No, I would take the point. Oh, okay. I would just say, look, it's Tennessee, it's 10 and a half. They, they were a clown car last week. I don't I don't understand how Josh Heupel didn't have that team ready to play. That just wasn't that wasn't the Tennessee I've watched. It was a team that, look, we stop the run, we run the ball, we pressure the passer. They did none of it last week. Now, is this where you come home and get right? Were they looking ahead? Possible. Here's the problem. Brock Bowers is healthy. (laughs) You don't make jump cuts the way he did if that ankle wasn't right. Plus, they got his backup Oscar Delp, who looks like a problem. Love it. Rah-rah. McConkey. The the two-headed monster at running back. George is putting it together. But I'm not interested in laying 10 on the road. Yeah. You for, and here's the other thing. I don't want to be a part of the 90% of hyenas just going, you know, UGA, sick them dogs, woof, woof, woof. I don't want that. So for me, it's a stay away because I, I don't like Josh Heupel. I potentially don't like him as a person. Well, and I how, definitely don't like him as a coach. Think about how different they are from last year with Hendon Hooker and the downfield passing game. It's all gone. They've become a running team. And here's the problem, Mike. When they play the best teams, they can't run the ball. Yeah, where was it last week? They can't run the ball against the best teams they've played. Bama, Missouri, yeah. no, Florida. Florida's not even that good. They couldn't run it against I'm going to sit this one out, and I'm going to sit the best uniform game in America out. Two games normally I'd love to be a part of. Oh, come on. Play the play the uniform game with me. You know the uniform game. The only game in America where both teams wear their home jerseys. UCLA, USC, 3.30 in the afternoon, and this game is the Volatility Bowl. Why do I say that? Well, first of all, reports are everywhere. Chip Kelly will be fired five seconds after this game ends. Now, my problem with that is this is why the sport sucks. And Jim and I almost got into an argument via text, and I texted him. I go, I don't, I'm not mad at you, but I can't do this with you right now. Like, you go out in your boosters, not Chip Kelly. Your boosters want to pay a million dollars for a quarterback 72 hours before signing day. You get said quarterback. You're forced to play said quarterback. Said quarterback throws five pick sixes in a span of four weeks, and you bench said quarterback. Now people are angry. People are angry in the locker room. Your boosters are pissed off. You're pissed off because you can't run your team the way you want to run it. Mm -hmm. Then you play your guys in Colin Schley and Bill Garbers or whatever his name is. Ethan? And they both blow. It doesn't matter. Ethan, Bob, Pete, ain't going to work here no more. (laughs) The, The whole point is Chip Kelly, NIL, the new way of recruiting, the way this works, it's pretty clear there's a rift between him, players, alumni. It's a disaster. All right, UCLA rendered useless to me. Then I get to USC, reports this week, Caleb Williams, this will be his last game. He will play this game, that is it. They will power it down. Reports. But what do I do with USC? Now, while I didn't hate their performance against Oregon, it wasn't terrible. They are, in fact, a bad football team. They are. They're bad. What you what UCLA defense am I getting? If USC can't pass protect Caleb, 
We know how that story ends, but here's the problem. UCLA's offense has gone off a cliff the last three weeks, and I don't think that's going to get any better. Plus, do they even show up knowing the coach may get clipped? I, I just, Jim, there's too much volatility for me to play the game. They won't play the thriller they played last year, that's for sure. That okay. was a hell of a game. Correct. This is a very different game. This could be one of those games that's lower scoring. But isn't that UCLA's brand? Like, if they fight for their coach on the way out, I love the Bruins here. Because they play a Utah, Notre Dame, Oregon State style of football. Half the locker. Running and defense. I don't know if they love them, though. There's your problem. This isn't... Why, well, he recruited, like, all these guys. doesn't what? matter. Players have turned on him and the staff. The staff has turned on the players. You got uh, These reports are not good. Hey, if you want to bet it, go for it. I you I can't handicap the unknown. Can't do it. It feels like they're not going to be down to their third string quarterback. Can I replace it, the game? Let me replace it for you. Well, no. You, your heart was set on UCLA. Let me be your tour guide. Now, if you'll look to your right, I want you to I want you to look at Oklahoma State and Houston. Oh. Mm. Yeah. You know what to do. Is it full seven still? Yep. Mm. You know what to do. Mm. Buddy, Oklahoma State is fake. They are. They are. So, and, but Houston, hey, can we talk about a team that's you don't know what you're going to get week to week? Skelter. Yeah. yeah. I'm just making a point to you. If you force me right now to go, all right, Jimmy, take take UCLA or take Houston, I take Houston. I think Okie State is uh, fake. They're fake. They are. They are. And if they lose, it opens the door. For you and me, rematch. That's great. Texas, Oklahoma That's late in the remember, season. The I Matrix, want it. No, I want it. I, I want Matrix, Oklahoma State to lose. Whoa, Jim's breaking things. Pets' heads are falling <laughs> off. Sandwiches are disappearing. Um, no, I, I just, for me, I don't want to see you do something silly. And I am your tour guide. I would tell you, don't walk down that alleyway. I wouldn't touch so, UCLA. So just game. the cap with UCLA was, you're going to get more or Garbers, the better of the two QBs. You're not going to be down with third string guy like you were against... Arizona State. Mm-hmm. If you run the ball, you say their offense has been broken. What better elixir than USC's defense where they can't tackle? Like basic shit. It feels like UCLA in a spot where you say, hey, we care about our coach. We're going to try to send him out the right way. You're getting or, six and a half. Maybe even wait and get a seven the way the public's betting it. Or here's the other side. Man, fuck that guy. I'm going to the beach. I ain't playing that. I will take it off my card. But you will get a text from me on Saturday if this hits. Tell me what you planned on betting on it. I'll Venmo you if it doesn't work. Does Venmo work in the Dominican? Uh, oh, will ne- you stop it? Next game. What am I going to call the hotel and be- <laughs> leave a check at the desk? <laughs> instead of a Mr. Costa, there's pillow? a call waiting for you. I got- <laughs> yeah, instead of a mint on your pillow, your wife walks in. She goes, why is there 50 bucks on my bed? <laughs> Sorry, honey. Different level of romance. You labeled it the Chernobyl Bowl. Fine. We'll leave it where it should be. <laughs> it's radioactive. The next game, 330 window, FS1. It's a game that Iowa hosts Illinois. Iowa lays three points. The Iowa unders have hit five straight weeks. Oh. Do you dare do it again? No. No. I don't know. I don't. If you want to, you have every no, right Mike, to do it. No, Mike, this game... I, I just... The book is going to get their money at some point. And I don't know what's going on. Like, SP Plus is not gospel, but I think something's broken. SP Plus says this game should be a 40-point game, and it says Iowa should win by 13. Huh? Yeah. Uh, so that was me. Like, I, nobody knows what to do with this game. 
No, I, I. It's ranked Iowa. They're probably going to the Big Ten title game. Yeah, only got to lay the by three. Fifty yeah. to Michigan. Yeah, I know. I, I don't want them to do it. Okay. I think the book. It, these numbers have gotten so low. You, you can't be involved anymore. And if you want to do it, you'd have to play the over. So part of it would be if you play the over. Altmeyer's playing. That's the report. Illinois quarterback. I don't know. Any. Anyway, let's just move on. Why did you put this on the sheet? That's what the podcast audience wants to know. I'm sorry. It's a ranked team. It's a ranked team. It is not a ranked team. It's just because the sport that you keep trying to defend has largely fallen to complete disrepair. The product's terrible, and there aren't 25 good teams. Do you want to have this conversation? We can have this conversation. No, I don't want to have this conversation. Then let's talk Clemson, North Carolina. I don't want to have that conversation either. Okay. Because I really thought this was a UNC spot. Who the hell's Clemson to be laying seven? Right. So why are they, Mike? I don't Flip have that it right answer back quite on yet. you. Why are they, Michael? I don't have that answer yet. It's Clemson laying six and a half, hosting number twenty North Carolina. It's three thirty ESPN. Watch this instead of Iowa. Here's the deal: North Carolina hasn't won in Death Valley since two thousand one. Wow. Tigers are playing great. They're rejuvenated. They're fighting for Tyler and Spartanburg. Mike, they're running the ball. North Carolina can't stop the run. They're covering people down the field. Their pass defense is their bread and butter. That's North Carolina's deal. It feels like a good matchup for Clemson playing at home. It's a lot of points for a team that doesn't score a lot of points, but it's a Tiger lean to me. I'll sit it out. Okay. You've talked me out of it, and that's okay. Not mad about it. Yeah, keep in mind, North Carolina's defense gave up 340 on the ground to Georgia Tech and gave up 170 to Duke without a quarterback. It feels like Clemson, who's just turning it, handing it off, can do that repeatedly. Maffa. Maffa and even Chipley getting back into it last week. I, I think Maffa is better than Chipley. He's the, the better traditional player, between yeah. the tackles, goal line. Yeah. All right, I, I'll, I'll stay away. You talked me out of it. Okay. Damn it. And you're right. It's unranked Clemson, favored by seven over so number 20. So just bet Clemson. No. Why not? Hold on. What's the public data on that? I don't care. I'm the tour guide, not you. <laughs> So I'm like trying to climb in the cage with the yeah. the tigers, yeah. and you're I'm like, the captain hey. now, get out of the. You're not okay. driving this boat. Here's why we stay away: 61 percent of the public on Clemson, but only 21 percent of the bets. Uh oh. Okay, stay away. Last game in the 3:30 window, and then we go night heavy. Air Force laying three and a half, hosting UNLV. 3:30 CBS Sports Network. Can I say? Can both of these statements be true? I have immense respect for our military, but I have no respect for Air Force. Can I say that, or does that make me a bad American? I basically said that every other week on the episode. When you go out to Hawaii as an 18.5-point favorite and you lose outright while I sleep to finish an awful Saturday night, I I don't like you anymore. You shouldn't be allowed to fly planes. You're grounded, sir. But you, you sold, well, Hold on. You sold me because they had six turnovers against Army that they were going to be disciplined. They had four turnovers against Hawaii. That's 10 the last two weeks. I was wrong. Mistakes were made. So then do you bet UNLV? No. Who's been hot? I know that's the problem. Recency bias is telling me I can't touch Air Force. But the bigger picture is Air Force should, should have, if they didn't fall on their face the last two weeks as three touchdown favorites, they should be undefeated. They're the best team in the Mountain West. Am I really ready to take UNLV? Going to Colorado Springs? Altitude. Yeah. Ain't no rebel roller there. Mm. I was looking to see if UNLV had played an altitude game this year, and they didn't. You realize all we would have to do on this podcast 
Is just bet UNLV? We'd be bet. We'd be batting eighty percent. Eight and two against the spread. Four and zero as an underdog, and they're getting north of a field goal here against Air Force, who I believe is going to be without their quarterback again. Oh, Larrier. Yeah. Do you feel like they're going to stabilize? Oh, this without Jones. The... This I know. Jones kid's He's a terrible. So then, do you take the three and a half? I just wish UNLV had no. played in the altitude. So and, I could... and that's the thing. It's I... UNLV going outdoors, probably cold, Colorado Springs, and you're betting into an Air Force team that has been getting screamed at. I know. By by by. By, by Top Gun instructors the last two weeks. Something's got to give. Both are 5-1 and one in the Mountain West. This is a really – it's an important game. It's a big game. I don't know that we have a player. Air Force losing outright to Hawaii on Veterans Day. What a disgrace. Is that going to be the ornament from last week, or is it us betting on James no, Franklin? it's going to be the ornament. Okay. It's going to be me piloting a plane where the wings are made of poop. <laughs> what a disgrace. <laughs> it might be my worst pick of the year, truthfully. What an absolute embarrassment. Go ahead. Night heavy, Mike. Love it. Love it. This first game. Love it. You are yelling at me in our notes. I didn't all caps. Yell at Look at you. the last line, Evan. It's ask yourself why is the number north of and then it's an and symbol quote quote slash slash cur- like what is this? <laughs> what were you trying to say? It's Kansas, Kansas State, the Sunflower Showdown. Yeah. I just feel like <sighs> all right. I got a I got a real soft spot for K State. I feel like Kansas is fake because every year we go through this. The offense is tons of fun. The pre snap motion. They're using you know two QBs. And and by the way, you'll have to tell me who's starting for Kansas this week. That's in total I know. But K State is a freight train. They're just going to line up. They're going to pound the rock. They got an unbelievable constitution about them. Nine out of ten teams would have laid down and died against Texas two weeks ago. They didn't do it. K-State is just real. And I think Kansas has been a fun story. I think Leipold has taken them about as far as they can go. But when you look at this, I don't know, man. Are they really going to hold up to what K-State's going to do? I don't know who the quarterback is. And K-State is just going to keep coming at you, pounding the rock, pounding the rock, pounding the rock. Kansas' defense, man, good God. That silly three-man front mm-hmm. nonsense. I I really thought this was a we-are-begging-you-to-take-Kansas spot. And I don't want to be on that side. Yeah, both ranked. And it's an eight-point line. There's eights and eight and a half. Okay. Jim, I just thought it was a K-State spot here. You were so confident, and I just feel like laying eight on the road in a rivalry game where the other team has a pulse, but the question is, do they have a pulse if they're down to their third-string quarterback? I was going to say, it it ain't Daniels, it ain't Bean. And and if it's not Bean. Who's the third-stringer, Bill Self? Maybe Daniels plays, but I think the line suggests that, no, they are depleted, they're down to a third-string quarterback. Do you realize Kansas State has won 14 in a row in this rivalry? And, a timeout, I and, do have a report. And should win 15. I have a report. Yeah. Live. What do you have? Lance Leipold. Quote, optimistic Jason Bean can play. What a gutty guy. In the Sunflower Showdown. Wow. I'm going to leave it off the card. Here's what I would tell you. Let's do the responsible thing. Wait till the afternoon on Saturday. You will have to go to the Google. You'll have to type in, you know, Kansas quarterback injury situation, something. It'll trigger articles, updates, something. If Bean doesn't play, I'm betting Kansas. Yeah, bury bury Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. If Bean plays, 
I think you're better off actually watching a little bit of the game. Maybe you grab better number live. Yeah. But I'll leave it off. But this number is suggestive that Bean isn't playing. It's what it reads to me. Now that optimistic, maybe the line moves by the time you guys listen to this. But I agree. If Kansas down to a third-string quarterback, the side is dig a grave for him and bury him, you bet Kansas State. Be 15 in a row. You talk about one-sided rivalries in college football. 15 in a row. I will tentatively put this because that would make five plays for me. Okay. Uh, And this is like half a card Mm -hmm. because I am doing a BGB, which is coming up later. I think it's the next game. Is it? And it is. ABC. Delivery of the week brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. My my loins have been girded for three weeks for this game. (laughs) Number 11, Oregon State. Laying two or two and a half, depending where you play, against number five, Washington, 730, ABC. The only regret I have is that when this opened at plus two and a half last week, futures line, all your value's gone, and you are laying north of two, and it matters. Two-point conversions, missed kicks, overtime. Triple OT. But I love Oregon State here. It's not like, it's love. Washington has been hanging on by a thread for weeks, surviving against Stanford, surviving against USC, surviving against Utah, surviving against Arizona State. Like, guys, here's the deal. They're a nice team, but they've got mammoth flaws. The interior of that offensive line, bad, very bad. Uh, They run it on the weak. I don't think you're going to be able to do that to Oregon State defensively, they stop no one. Oregon State's ground attack, also their all-conference center, Levin Good, is going to be back this week. He's been out for a few weeks. Don't laugh. Shit like that matters. Oregon State is going to line up and bang. What does that get you the ability to do? Not just play pass and hit you deep. No, it gives you the ability to control tempo, control T.O.P., and keep Michael Penix off the field. And the final cap here, not only do I have Oregon State over 8.5 at plus 136 in a big way, come on, but, but, this is Corvallis in November at night. The mist and the rain is back. I've checked the barometric (laughs) pressure. It is going to be a rainy day in Corvallis where showers will taper off later on in the evening, but it's going to be a robust 40 degrees. And in November, it gets weird, man. It's weird. Pat's heads are falling off, as Evan says. This is Oregon State. This is the BGP. Chainsaws up. See you later, Mike Penix. Beavers. There's no smarmy comment. There's no needle. But what about, Mike, I'm with you on this 100%. I'm with you 100%. As Reese Davis will say, a loss will find you. Mm. This is the loss for Washington. This is a great spot to bet the Beavers. And it kills me that Oregon State lost early in the season to Wazoo. Because I would have loved for them to be sitting here with one loss in the Pac-12 title race in a bigger way. He'd love to be sitting here. I got five units tied up and over eight and a half. I'm saying to win the whole conference. You and I like them to win the whole conference in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And, and damn it, this is exactly the spot that we were betting and waiting for. They will run the ball, and I got some numbers on it, Mike. We'll, we'll geek out for a second. Go ahead. Washington run defense, bottom six nationally in stuff rate, line yards, and success rate 
on opposing runs. You just hate to see it. Oregon State, freight train, tight ends. V- Veeling, Veerning, or whatever his mm-hmm. name is. Extra He's blockers. They're going to beat people up. Oregon State, I love this about them. Number one in the Pac-12 in red zone. They score points 97% of the trips inside the 20. And you go, ah, but how much of that is field goals? Very little. 81% of the time they get six. They get scores. So if you get a couple extra possessions where you finish those drives and the other team settles for a field goal on the road in the rain or Penix gets hit because Oregon State brings the pressure, ball gets wet, ball's up for grabs, this feels like a sloppy, physical Oregon State spot. And I'll back them. And I've got a stat for you, Mike. If anybody's on the fence, how about this? Last three seasons, Beavers playing at home, 17-1 and one against the number. <laughs> Covering by over 10 points per game. Oh, I need oxygen. Oh, my this goodness. Is, this is euphoria. Gotta this is it. it. This is the BGB. I got to do it. Only thing I dislike, numbers north of two. But I'm doing it. All right, the next game. How do we come down from that? I'll tell you how. Number nine, Missouri, laying 11.5 versus Florida, 7.30 on ESPN. Well, it's a football game between two teams. <laughs> Jim, your thoughts. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Florida's Florida's a team that we question how much they have left in the tank. They are fighting for a bowl. You are getting 11.5 on the road. Maybe it's a letdown spot for Missouri after a big win against Tennessee. It's a lean to Florida on the short passing game to hang in and keep it close. But it's not a play for me. If people want to bet this game, Florida's the side. You disagree? No, 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 no. It's just, I still can't believe what I saw from Missouri last week. I think that's what I struggle with. The idea that they were able to line up and just grind and give Schrader, you know, 50 carries or whatever it was. It was ridiculous. Jim's breaking chairs over here. He's upset. Um, I, I I don't know if it's a Florida play. I just don't know because that is such a public move. But you and I were watching Florida LSU a little last week, and Florida just kept answering. Like, they, they didn't quit. Now, LSU's defense is a huge reason why they were able to stay in that game, but I thought it said something about Florida on the road, Death Valley, mm-hmm. in the evening. Yeah. You're getting 11 and a half. That's the side. I'm moving on. Okay. Let's move on to a game where I want to know how much deodorant you have, Mike. Are you sweating at all? For Texas on Fox at Iowa State, Longhorns laying seven and a half. All right, no Jonathan Brooks. You're running back out with the ACL for the year. He's done. And Longhorns have lost three of the last four games in Ames. Games have been close. (sighs) Okay, four of the last six decided by a possession or less. First of all, there is no way in this lifetime or the next I lay seven and a half going into Iowa State with that stupid train horn mm-hmm. and Matt Campbell's overbrimmed hat and that ridiculous 335. I want no part of it. Let me just without yelling. I I I am developing a dislike for Steve Sarkeesian that is so unhealthy. Watching that game last weekend against TCU and watching him for the third time this season essentially stop coaching. Turtle and played a clock in the third quarter, only to blow a 20-point lead and make it a game, or or the other team's got the ball with a chance to beat me, Jim, there is no scenario I can play Steve Sarkeesian right now emotionally. And I can't after what Iowa State did to me two weeks ago against Kansas. Rocco Becht is terrible. 
That ground attack is not real, and they, you're not going to run it against Texas? Yeah, they've won four of the last five, though. I, I'd encourage you to do it. You hate Texas. You hate me. You hate America. Just do it. You and your fake VPN, bet Iowa State. Cyclones. Poolside, Let's 8 o'clock go. at night. You do it. I'm in. I'm in I'm on the not. Cyclones. Let's go. I hope. I I hope. I hope your phone loses power. <laughs> Thank you. Disgusting. You know what's going to happen? Yours is going to throw at least one pick in this game. It's going to be low scoring, and I'm going to have seven and a half. So, yeah, it's an Iowa State play for me. The only other game we have on the card is the game you will be attending. Mm. Number 15, LSU. I've got them laying 31 and a half points. Oh, that's right. Beating up the pinata that is Georgia State. And, Mike, you get all the candy. You'll be there. Well, and again, you know, listen, here's the other thing people are going to wait. Why would you ever go to this game? Here's why. When you go to college games, you it's a blend of two things, destination and matchup. What I don't get to do, and this isn't crying or, you know, tiny violin, what I don't get to do is pick weekends for the best games and go. This is this is money-making time. It's work time. The only reason I was able to go anywhere this weekend was because the Red Wings were playing in Sweden on Friday at 2 p.m. And it is a bucket list dream destination. I've wanted to go to Death Valley since I was a little kid. And I called a couple of buddies who were on the West Point trip a few years ago. We were, Our next trip was supposed to be Death Valley, and COVID took that away. Mm-hmm. So I said to the guys, I said, look, there's Tennessee and Georgia. There's LSU at home. There's Clemson at home against North Carolina. Here's three games. I said, you guys pick what you want to do here. And it was a conversation piece. And part of it was getting to Tennessee is such a pain in the ass. No direct flights to Knoxville. The ones that are $1,500. The, 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 ho- the hotels, the travel. And it was like, wait, we don't like either of these teams. And Neyland Stadium's cool, but it's not that valley. The other angle was Clemson and North Carolina, and the guys actually came to a conclusion they would rather go to New Orleans for a day than go to Baton Rouge. I've got some good contacts down there at LSU. I said, guys, don't do this because it's my thing. Don't do this because it's my, you know, I hate saying my dream. This isn't like the Olympics. <laughs> but, like, do it, if, if you want to do this, we'll do it. And at the time we planned a trip, Georgia State was 6-1. and one. And I go, look, they're a good, good G5 team. I also, you know what, Jim, let me tell you something. I don't need to go to some huge game because I don't need the the anger and the tension and people getting in fights and shit. You're going to enjoy Death Valley at night, whether they win by 100 or whether they win by three. Hello. You know, yeah, dinner. It's on not Friday. your team. It's no. not going to kill you if they, we'll, yeah. We'll do a little tour of New Orleans on Friday, and then we're going to head up there on Friday night. And, yeah, we've got a nice group of things planned. And, yes. So I, I just wanted to explain it where people are like, well, what, what are you, a Georgia State alum? No. <laughs> It's time and place. Yeah. And if you have one opportunity, I got tired of putting off going to LSU. You keep putting it off. The best case I was ever going to get is someone would take a Polaroid and tape it to my gravestone because I never ended up going. So I want to, we're doing this. Uh, I think now you're going to bet the game. Uh, well, now that's the interesting part. I. I want to talk to you about the total. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. This total is 71. Come on. <laughs> You're do not going to like what I say. No, no, no. Don't ask me to play an under when I'm in the stands. Don't do it. You, Mike? No. This is one of the best 
value unders, according to SP Plus this week, and it's a full seven-point advantage if you bet the under. And I think some of that is if LSU gets up, the other team doesn't keep up, the total never hits 70. Well, Georgia State runs the football. Their quarterback, Granger, and the mm-hmm. way they play that offense, they do run it. That hurts a total. But I'm seeing get... 72 and a half. Oh, hold on. Let me... FanDuel has 72 and a half right now oh on my, my phone. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got 71. Yeah, I'm sure there's some variance no, out no, there. No, there. no, there is. Now, listen. Here's what we'll do. There is only one book doing a 71. It's a 72 or 72 and a half. Yes. Let's be even more fair. I don't want Gary and, and, and Beverly Hills upset. 72 or 72 and a half. You want to go under? I want to go under. And and what's the game? It ends up like uh, 38 to 10, 38, 14. You think LSU stopping anyone to 14 points? Okay. How about this? I'll tell you what SP Plus gives the exact score as because they do this every week. They have it as boop 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 forty one to nine forty five to nineteen. Here forty five L- to nineteen feels doable. But here's LSU's totals the last five weeks. Okay, some good, some bad. 87, 70, 62, 66, 98. Or excuse me, excuse me, eighty eight. So, but three of the five are under this mm-hmm. number. Why is this number this high then? Evan, you can't win. You give him like all the no, logic no, no, no. and the reason, and he goes, Yeah, but. No, but, but when we number. do our friendship totals, what is the I know, ultimate we indicator? zig and we zag, but I think we're doing that with Wazoo. I think Wazoo is one of those zig when everybody zags unders. But I want to zig. And you want to be at the game. Yeah. And you want to bet the game and have want, fun at the game. I want LSU to put up 50 on their on their own. Mike, you can't go to a game and bet the under. 52-21 final, everyone under. ends happy. Okay. Come what on! Are you, what are you betting? We're not going to be together on this because I'm betting the under, and I don't want you to do I that. I don't know that I'm betting it. Okay. I'm betting on having a good time, I can tell you that. How do we count that for the records? A good time? Mike had a good time plus one. <laughs> plus 11 wins. I'm not I'm not just I have doing, an issue with Mike's record right. keeping. I'm not just doing 58%. All of a sudden Mike is at 67%. Oh, but he had a good time, guys. He went to Death Valley. That's right. worth something. Right. It's the friends we made along the way. All right. That's the you want to go through your card? Yeah, but well, bully bully corner. Oh yeah. Wait, well, hold on. You say that I've already with such added a... Penn State. You did. I did. Then the bully corner is set. Yeah, I'm not going to play MSU. You because as you look to your left, we have yeah, <laughs> wax gonna... coach Barnett. Yeah, no thanks. So Penn State, huh? Are you going to do it? Boy, I don't like it, but I feel like it's so strange. I have to. That's this week. Look at you. Look at one bet Mike showing up with a nice card over here. Got it, baby. Uh, I'll put the asterisks next to Kansas State. I want to see what happens with Jason Bean. He doesn't play. We'll play KSU. Bury him. But here's what I got. Wazoo minus four. Miami plus one and a half. Maryland plus 19 and a half. Penn State laying 20 and a half. And the BGB, chainsaws up. Oregon State laying two and a half. As I look at my card, I have games I really, really like, and then I have games that are just okay. And this is why if we did units, you'd do like two or three on some of them and only one on others. We don't do but that. But let's just go through it. We don't do that. Wazoo minus four. I've got the under in Wazoo, Colorado. That's under 63 points. That's a fun Friday night start to the weekend. Miami plus the point and a half. I like that a lot. 
Maryland plus the 19, Penn State minus 20 and a half. Some early big spreads for Big Ten teams. I've got the under Memphis SMU. That's under 67 points. Arizona plus a point and a half, but the number doesn't make sense. Um, I took UCLA off. Let me delete that. Oregon State minus two and a half. Love, love, love that one. Iowa State plus seven and a half. The I Hate Texas Spite Play of the Week. And LSU Georgia State under 72. People, rate, review, subscribe, enjoy yourself, have a good weekend with it. Only a couple weeks left of the regular season. Then we get conference championships, the bowl games, which I'm not totally looking forward to because it's an it's a fool's errand trying to figure out who's playing who's opting out you're already complaining about the sport i can't wait for that all right i'll just retract that commentary everything's awesome i'm just an old man yelling at clouds for jim costa who cares who i am let's just <laughs> honest to god it is cash the ticket 90 it is cash the ticket 